podcast where we talk about movies. I'm Emily. I'm Dora. And for today's episode, we watched the film, but I'm a cheerleader. Yee. And we also have a guest for this episode, our very good friend, Kai. Kai, I'm the guest for this episode. Kai. This is Kai. (laughs) Yeah, super excited to be here. Uh, I've known them for a long time. I've known Dora for a long time, so this should be good. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about this film. Yeah, this is my favorite film of all time. Are you guys going to, like, talk about what it's about first? Yes. Yeah. We absolutely oh, are. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I'll do. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's Dora's job today. Exactly. Yeah. So this uh, this movie is about a girl who is a cheerleader, and she's kind of like your stereotypical, quintessential, all-American girl, and she gets blindsided by her family and friends who are like... We you're gay. think you're a lesbian, <laughs> yeah, and so we're going to send you to conversion therapy. And it sounds like a horrible premise for a I film. I mean, it could like, easily be, be a horror depressing. movie. <laughs> yeah, but it, um, but it's like a satirical, uh, I guess I don't know if like maybe necessarily a comedy, but it's it's a satire film, and it's very I say it's bright a and colorful. It's a comedy, it, yeah. Yeah, it's a comedy, and uh, there's there's a I don't know. I just I was watching this, and I was like. I'm laughing and I'm crying and it's horrifying and it's like touching. <laughs> it's like, it was, it was a lot of things. Um, it was, it was everything film, really. So. Um, yeah, but, absolutely. But so do you guys have any, I, I mean, I've seen this movie before and I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I think I watched it with Kai several times actually. Yeah. The but, first time we watched it was together actually. Yeah, no. And I, I love, I mean, I think the older I get, the more I appreciate it. Where mm. I think the first time I watched it, I don't think I was. I mean, maybe I was on Tumblr, right? But I wasn't as into yeah. concepts such as like feminism and queer theory and all that stuff as much as I am now, or you know, mm-hmm. after that. So I think the older I get, the more I appreciate it, and the more I, I, I really like its use of. I think you mentioned satire, where it's really it's really <laughs> clever in pointing out the things that our society does as far as gender and sexuality goes in a way that's like really digestible and just, yeah. it makes sense to people I think um, so I think everyone should watch it honestly oh yeah, yeah totally yes. I think it's actually more parody than satire because it exaggerates yeah. not in a way that's like mm, not in a way that's like critical of like gay stuff but in a way that's like elevating gay stuff it's definitely oh, satire yeah. of like straight people though for sure oh yeah exactly no it's yeah I felt it, that's a really good point that it was it's kind of parodying the aspects of gay culture that I guess we kind of consider stereotypical, and then at the same time, like satirizing kind of the, I guess, like gender horror, norms, horrible really. reality of gender roles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Real. yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. I, it's funny. I kept thinking about like, what do I want to talk about for this movie? And then I was just like, I'm going to have so much trouble just not like going on a massive rant over how shit gender roles are. But. Well, I always find it oh, funny man. how, yeah. like, really closely linked sexuality and gender roles are, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, they're, like, almost inseparable, which is funny that this movie points it out so well. And I actually was reading, I mean, this is totally actually different than what I'm talking about, but what I was reading <laughs> is that the director, her parents had, or her mom specifically, had a, um, I think it was a drug and alcohol addiction center that was called True Directions, which was mm-hmm. the oh, name funny. of the conversion yeah. therapy camp. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really funny, but um, yeah, that's clever. Yes. Yeah. So. The well, and so I guess um. So I'm not really 
honestly super familiar with like how oh this is like such a weird this is such a hard topic for me i'm not totally sure like how conversion camps or conversion therapy like what it is like in real life but i thought it was interesting oh man that's not here for right (laughs) yeah exactly oh god yeah so i thought it was interesting that like it kind of gets presented as like a basically alcohol anonymous course i don't know if that's remotely how it is in real life at least in my imagination that's not probably what it's like right and that's something i wondered um, too when i was trying to figure out because i always try to figure out ways to criticize something right so i was wondering like (laughs) i is it distasteful to portray something as serious and as problematic and troubling as conversion therapy camps in this kind of lighthearted, candy-coated way? Or is it, like, in a way, making it more digestible and making it so that people, you know, can easily figure out that this is not alright, if that makes sense? Whereas I'm assuming, for a lot of conversion therapy camps, I'm assuming it's, like, much more, it's much more psychologically shitty than this. But, and, you know, I guess that's psychologically shitty too, but it just seems like it'd be more traumatic. It's, it's interesting. I, so this movie has been on, like, my, it's been on my watch list for a really long time. Um, and, uh, but I, I didn't really, I didn't really know, like, what the premise was necessarily until I, um, I mean, I think I, I watched it, part of it last night and the rest of it today. But um, it's just interesting when I, I, when I realized and I'm like, oh, this is, like, this is about, like, a kind of, um, like, I guess, parody look at like a conversion camp and I read that and I was like oh man this is like because it's like a topic for me that I'd find really like difficult and so it's just interesting um I don't know I guess it's it's like a hard I don't know it I don't know if at the time that the movie came out if it was necessarily like the the I don't think that the reality of conversion therapy has really changed that much but I wonder if I guess perception of it, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if... I don't know. Was it something that was more prevalent in the 90s? Yeah, it was 1999, so it was, like, the very edge. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I I couldn't tell you. I was merely a a young child in the throes of heteronormativity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Emily, how old was I when I when we first watched this? I was, like, 16 years old. Yes. Yeah, fifteen, sixteen. I I had been out for like uh, out as like a queer uh, lady, which you know has later you know kind of been rescinded. But uh, I was out as a queer lady at the time for about three years at that point, and you know high school is just a miserable fucking time for being an out queer person. Like even in the communities that uh, you know I was lucky enough to be in, and watching that film like with with another gay friends and like with queer friendly friends it just gave me so much hope for what my life could be and it made me feel a part of a community that i hadn't really felt like i had a place in before because being stuck in like fort collins um where there's not a super large queer community you know you kind of feel uh really really isolated and like you don't have like a greater like group of queer people or like a greater historical context and this film just kind of you know provided that for me in spades and i just uh felt like so incredibly grateful that i knew that i could be happy that i had a community and that i was like you know cared about and i guess that's what the film kind of gave my younger self and that's why it's such a such an important film for me to watch. I watch it pretty much every year with um, a group of friends, and I show all of my sapphic friends this film. 
just because I want them to feel the same way that I did when I was that age. Yeah, no, I, when I was watching it, I definitely, I was really, like, by the end of the movie, I was, like, crying, and I was really happy, because it's, like, you, it is so friggin' rare to, like, just have a gay movie that has a happy ending. I mean, it's, like, (laughs) that's true, yeah. So it's it was it was really great and I liked that and I think in in that way um, I mean for me anyway in that way this movie ends up coming off more as like a a movie about gay people for gay people by gay people as yeah. opposed to kind of like a, we're gonna write like a melodramatic like the you know like a lot of the times sure, when, yeah. when straight people try to do you know like their take on like the you know gay struggle or whatever it comes out it just i don't know it's not it doesn't end up always coming off super well basically and a lot of yeah. that is like it's just it's nice to it's nice to not have like the situation be completely reduced to like the struggle aspects you know it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah like i think that triumph at the end is really important so. no i like that I remember reading, I think it was, like, a personal essay, and this girl talked about how she, like, she was kind of realizing that she was lesbian, but she was, like, really scared because she didn't think that, like, lesbians could have a happy relationship or be in love or whatever. Yeah, and so she was, like, struggling with that, and I think, I think that's probably why this movie is so important to, well, a lot of people in general, but just, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, the idea that, like, just to tell people that you can be happy. I do think we're, like, really oversaturated with, especially oh, yeah. gay yeah. stories of, like, oh, their lover dies, or it's just terrible because they can't really be together, and this, it's nice to have something that says, you know what, you can be, you're gonna be okay, you're yeah. gonna be fine, and yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's like, like, it's weird to... how it affects real people, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not, like, to minimize the, like, actual struggle that people go through, but it's, like, it makes it really difficult for you know, people who, like, if you're not given, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like, it, like if you don't see yourself represented in media in a positive way, of course, you're going to then be like, oh, therefore, like, what I identify as must be terrible because all yeah. representations in media suck, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, like, funny, um, I, you know, if I honestly had to really think about it, I actually think that maybe... Um, I guess if, if if you were to have like a coming out film necessarily, mine was Milk. Milk, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I remember you made. Out. Well, you made me watch it, but <laughs> it was actually really good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, I'm trying to remember when it came out. I don't know if it was like uh, 2007. No, yeah. it would have been 2007 or 2008 because that's when I uh, moved to Fort Collins. But yeah, I don't know. It was like, I think I would have love to have had this movie be around or for, well it was around but for me to have had knowledge of this film when I was in middle school and high school because it would have just made me realize that there was a community out there I mean in similar ways I don't know I went through middle school and high school and most of college like not knowing non-straight people so and and to be perfectly frank, like I, this isn't necessarily something I like delve into in, in, on this podcast, but like, I'm I identify as bisexual, and so I have like my own hangups with kind of like how I relate and interact with straight people in the sense that it's a lot easier for me to forget that I'm not straight necessarily. I mean, the it's my interactions with people have always like I don't. This is like my sexuality isn't something I necessarily advertise, and it's the nature of being bisexual is that 
it's also easy for yourself to forget and to just kind of fall into behavioral patterns that it's like, oh, this is, it's safe for me to talk with my friends about, you know, straightness essentially. And so I never, like, I imagine that if I had seen this film, it would have helped me to kind of be more comfortable in talking with people about like, oh yeah, I have crushes on girls too. Like this isn't, and like my friends were never judgmental about it, but it was just, I don't know. It's just, I like, I never talked about you know, unless I had a crush on a guy or whatever, so to speak, but, um, you know, and it would have been, I didn't start making those friends until I was, like, later in, in college, and yeah, think, and I'm uh, just gonna chime in and say I was definitely a biphobic asshole in middle school, <laughs> so yeah, you, when you say your bad. friends weren't, yeah. like, judgmental, <laughs> No, it's it's. I fine. like remember that to this day, and I know. I think you said that you forgot, thankfully. But I was no, like, <laughs> I, I might have. Yeah, I don't. Well, I didn't forget, but um, yeah. No, it's it's um. I don't know. It's it's a very large topic that doesn't necessarily need to be delved into right now or whatever. But for the for all intents and purposes, I I genuinely do wish that I had seen this. I wish that I'd seen this movie earlier. Um, because it's such a uplifting film by the end of it that um you know it really has a sense of i don't know i i've never i've personally never felt super connected to like the queer community for example so it would have been a really great like opportunity to show me as a younger person like you should like go out and try to find people that you're actually maybe a little bit you know identify closer to or something like that but yeah yeah i do think it was interesting that the film I guess not interesting per se, like, but the film didn't really show. Uh, I don't know. It, it show it didn't really show a range of sexualities or a range of people per se. Like the majority of them were white, and they were they all seemed to be one end of the spectrum or the other. Or so. I don't know. I think maybe the film would have been different if they did include. Uh, maybe someone who did was bisexual. I guess they had that girl who was like, "I'm straight just because I look." you know, butch or whatever, does it mean... Oh, Jan? I'm, yes, yeah. does it mean I'm, you know, I have to be a lesbian, which I thought was a really great yeah, little moment, you know, yeah. but I do wish that they had maybe some more diversity as far as, like, that kind of stuff goes. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, like... Oh, shit, we found a problem with the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I found it, you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been looking I mean, for it. So it's interesting. I was definitely thinking about that as I was watching it, simply because I'm, like, it. I thought it was really interesting that it focused on in kind of like trying to undo the binary stereotypes of gender it kind of almost right. reinforced like the like the the certain binary the gay stereotypes straight binary and, yeah well yeah. Or, and also kind of like the i don't know like butch femme maybe sure um, yeah. or even like oh the, yeah the like di- dichotomy between like an extremely flamboyant gay man versus like a lesbian mm. you know so it's like sure the, and that there's a whole whole range of shit in between that you know and so it's like i which is i don't know i mean it's i try to think about like what was around in terms of like literature and in like gender and um queer studies at the time when this movie came out and it's like the whole kind i mean and i'm not super studied up on this or whatever but i think that like the a lot of the kind of newer like this movie would i would love to see something like this like now you know that it would you could just have like a completely whole range of different identities and perspectives and stuff and it would just be it would be a super great film yeah oh yeah totally i mean this movie came out like on the uh cusp of kind of 
the revolution of the mm-hmm. field that I study, queer theory, like it was right as uh, a bunch of people were publishing all of their notions of these ideas. Exactly. And it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting because, like, you guys are pointing this stuff out, and I'm, like, laughing because I am, just for me personally, like, I'm so used to, like, if you're watching films about, like, the gay or lesbian experience, that, like, that that it, that is it. Like, you're watching films about that gay and or lesbian experience. Like, there's not, uh, I know I mentioned, I know I mentioned this, um, Jesus, in, like, our first episode, that... It's so rare for me to find, like, even adequate bisexual representation. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's it's interesting. Like, I find that things just tend to get pushed to one side or the other. And because of my own understanding of, like, what's important in terms of, like, being progressive and progression, I'm, I'm like, yes, let's push it more toward the, like gay and lesbian side and let's see more of those experiences and stuff and like those are the kinds of things that I want to see and then sometimes I'm like oh yeah it would also be really great to see like movies and shows about like pan people and like it's like even in tv shows and stuff currently like you're like we're slowly being able to see characters that represent more of the diverse experience of what it's like to be gay or lesbian um and but it's still unusual to find people like people don't even seem to say the word bisexual on television or pansexual or, yeah. you know, genderqueer or something like that. Like, things are pushed oh, no. kind of to one Oh, yeah, other. totally. I was just about to relate to that. Like, uh, in my experience, like, as a genderqueer trans person, like, I've had a very similar issue. Like, there's, there's some trans people on television, but they're always binary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, none of them are a genderqueer. There's, like, one genderqueer person I can think of, and I don't remember their name or what television show right. they're on. and it ends up... It because, ends up, like, there's just yeah, one. Yeah, it ends up getting focused on, like, I mean, especially for trans characters on television, like, the focus ends up getting put on, like, which characters are passing also, I feel like. Oh, gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it, it ends up, like, I, I personally just feel like it's not yeah. a full rep- I mean well, obviously but it's it's just not a complete representation of like there's so much more than just yeah know, well like because yeah. like my thing like I mentioned this earlier when you asked if I was straight it's like I, <laughs> I don't know in the sense that it's a, that's a loaded question in the sense that like I, f- I do feel like if I'm going to say anything other than straight then I have to prove it if that makes sense mm-hmm like if I s- oh, I'm no, sorry, no, no, Emily. it's not like your fault. That's just kind of like a thing. No, so that's, it's like that's how that's that's how society like that's how exactly it's imprinted on us to handle. It. No, I know. I just I don't ever want to put that on you because I am no, that wasn't like your very fault. outspoken like, member of the queer community. Yeah, no, that's I know, like a, I an honest question to ask, and I I think the reason I grapple with it so much is because I'm like, well, like, well, I've never really been with a girl like that. Blah da blah 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 blah, and I feel it feels like I'm sure this happens for a lot of people where they're like, well, I'm not really by I'm not really queer if I haven't done X, Y, or Z action or had sex with this kind of person yet or all that stuff and you have to like prove it so to speak like you have to 
I don't know. It's such a weird thing for that where we're basing our identities off of our actions as opposed to, like, I don't know, what we feel. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a... I don't know. Sexuality is just like really weird, you guys. Like, it's just all over the place. And it's so interesting that we have to, like, and not necessarily have to, but people expect it to be put into like a certain box so we can be like, okay, this is what you are, this is what you are. And I, in reality, it's all over the place. So it's like, how the hell are you supposed to say, this is what I am? And right. that but encompass how... everything about, you know, what yeah. you're attracted to. Yeah, but how else are you supposed to coddle straight people <laughs> if you can, yeah. can't fit everything into yeah. boxes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, how are you supposed to do that? And yeah, and I, I talk to a lot of uh, straight people, or at least family members, so it's like, you know, we don't, we, bi is not a real thing, because it's, it's you're one or the other, especially for men, yeah. right? Like, bisexual yeah, men don't exist. Like, it's right. not a thing, and like... If we, of course, if we keep saying that, then of course bisexual men are not going to want to come out, and then it's going to seem like that's true. So, yeah. ugh, that's my own little tangent. Anyway, <laughs> no, I'll just I'll just briefly. No, that's an important know, tangent. I'll briefly add onto that tangent. It just makes me think of. Um, I don't know if either of you guys have seen the TV show House of Cards. Yes. But the. Uh, I'm familiar yeah, with Kevin them. Spacey's character. Um, in the TV show, like, he's married and he has relation, you know, he's with his wife and stuff, but he also has had uh, gay relationships in the past, and I, I, I'm, like, super behind on the show, but he, like, does in the course of the series and stuff, and I just remember, I remember the articles that came out after that reveal was in, like, season two or three or whatever, and everyone was like, is Frank Underwood secretly gay? And I'm like, you guys can say the word bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> like, it exists. Oh, God. <laughs> like, it's just, it kills me on the inside so many times. I know, like, yeah. Ugh. Well, it's like the assumption is always like, oh, he's closeting himself with a woman. Like, <laughs> like oh, but I do but appreciate anyway, that show for that, but I think... Anyway, this is a different tangent, and I'll probably cut this out. But, like, I, House of Cards is interesting because I feel like part of his... Uh, bisexuality is to make us feel more uncomfortable with like the his character so to speak right yeah his character his oh, character man. is all about like he's a sex Machiavelli dude. and yeah yeah and so his thing is like I mean it's heavily insinuated I think probably outright almost stated in the show that like he he would probably prefer to have relationships with men because he he views men as powerful so that's like kind of horrible in and of itself um but that you know he's like ha- i don't know that he's he is married it's really interesting but yeah. i don't know and then like his wife is claire claire is you know presented in masculine aspects so there's there's a lot to dig into that show but anyway um yeah i don't know just to, to like i guess to get back to the film um there is a, a lot that i appreciated in kind of the almost absurdity of this film like I really enjoyed being able to kind of laugh about these things and I don't know I I because I've had this movie on my watch list for such a long time but I one of the things that I've always heard people say is like oh you should watch it because it's like it's so bright and it's nice to see something that's like bright and pops out at you and it's like it's you know a lot of people were like hashtag aesthetic goals or whatever you know <laughs> so, if you're, I guess if you're into like the it was the very cotton candy vaguely like 50s kind of yeah. look or whatever yeah um, but and the, the, sh- the extreme short shorts 
Right. <laughs> I, I kept like, it was a little dated in the sense that I was like, cheerleaders don't look like that anymore. What kind of outfit is that? But um, yeah, it's interesting to note the her parents' house and everything it was like so uh, conservative, classic, oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, because they're like the heavy-handed Christian conservatives. Yeah, yeah. so this and then is... When she gets yeah, to the camp, it's all colorful, and yeah. Yeah, and this, 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 for me, this was another thing. I don't... Sorry if I'm, like, tangenting away or whatever, but it's, like, this movie was... It was so... Not, like, happy, but it was, like, so parody and, like, satirical on certain levels. But then a lot of the dialogue and a lot of the things that were said were so real, and it... Like, yeah. there were parts that I just found absolutely horrifying, and a lot of it came down to stuff with her parents. Um, oh, that, yeah. Like, oh, Jesus Oh, no, Christ. that, that like, the, the things that the quote-unquote, like, adults or whatever in the film were saying, and I know that this was, I mean, that's obviously the point, and that's, you know, kind of the satire or whatever, but, like, they would just be saying these things, and I'm like, these are, I know that, like, I've heard this, these are things that people actually say, and it's just, like, it just, oh, it just feels so shitty, and for me, it just... I, her parents, I'm just like, ah, <laughs> it's so, it's so terrible. Everybody's yeah. parents in that film are just so bad. Well, I was wondering, like, I thought, I thought the root thing was really interesting because, oh, like, oh, it's so funny. Literally, well, it's hilarious because, like, I was thinking about, it, I was like, literally, I could, th- like, you could come up with fucking anything to be a root. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much. Right, that, and like, that's. And that's what all of those, like, shit therapists did or whatever. It's like, oh, you're gay, so you must have had some singular traumatic event that's going to stem back to why you're... Because it gets treated as, like, some sort of mental illness as opposed to just, like, a thing that people... You know, it's just, like, ugh. God. Really (laughs) steams my broccoli. (laughs) Well, it's funny because I can literally think of, like, more than a billion different routes for why I should be straight as opposed to, like... It's like, it doesn't make sense. It was just, like, a really funny use there. And I, I wish mm-hmm. they, like, pushed it a little more for how, like, funny that was. Because it's just, right. like, ridiculous that, like, one thing made you gay. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I do think that that might be how a lot of, like, well, obviously, that might be how a lot of homophobes think about it. Where it's like, oh, you're just traumatically fucked up and... We need to fix you, and so we have to do it in this psychoanalytical, weird Freudian way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wonder if, if you're a homophobe watching this, would you watch it and be like, oh yeah, they're totally right? Or would you be like, okay, maybe that is a little ridiculous? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, to be fair... Are homophobes, like, immune to parody? I don't know. I hope I hope they would watch it and be like, okay, maybe that is true. But I feel like they would probably just get pissed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you think they'd even be watching it to begin with? I don't know. No, but if we sat them down and forced them to watch it... If we, if we found them. If we found them. strapped yes. into a chair. <laughs> oh, God, that's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Alright, does anyone have a, a curl of truth to start? Nope. Um, Emily, why don't you start? <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> um, well, talking about it now, I, I'm kind of going to merge two kernel of truths, because I like them. But, um, I mean, obviously <laughs> this movie, to begin with, it's just talking about being you and being authentic and not being upset or afraid of that and being proud of that. And I think that's obviously really important in a lot of facets of life and you know, to, yeah, like, don't, don't be ashamed of whatever, like, if you're, if whatever you're feeling or 
don't know, thinking, doing, whatever, as long as you're not hurting other people, like, please feel free to express those things because that's what makes you you and that's, there's nothing really wrong with that and there really shouldn't be. You should be allowed to talk about who you are, how you feel, and that's all good. And I like that we talk about comedy as a way to kind of survive and again, you're allowed to make fun of your situation in order to, you know, to get by. Life is tough and we're, you know, to look at things with a humorous perspective is a something that's really important, I think, that a lot of people mm -hmm. overlook. And, uh, yeah, that is what I got. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, I can go next. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, yeah, I kind of had a lot of the same thoughts as what Emily just said, but I guess for me, one of the things I took away from this film was that it's important to realize that you're not alone in your experiences, I guess. Um, like I think for... I don't know, I think for a lot of, like, kids especially, but a lot of, like, just people, I mean, it's really easy, even with, even with the ability to be super connected with other people right now in this, in this, the year 2017 or whatever, but it's, I think it's important to realize that, like, you, you can and you should, you know, try to reach out to people and yeah. make connections and, like, find people that are going through similar experiences that you are or have, you know, line up with you know, the way that you identify and stuff, because I think it's really important to have people to talk to about your life and your experiences and how you're feeling and stuff. And um, I thought, I don't know, the aspects of this film that yeah. I really enjoyed were when the kids were kind of banding together under their, like, shitty camp situation. <laughs> you know, there were moments where you could see them kind of either goofing off specifically or like kind of kind of trying to subvert subvert like the you know frankly kind of horrifying experience that they were going through but in, in, a, in a satirical way but yeah so yeah man yeah. we're not friendship we're not matters <laughs> community all right uh i guess that's me right that's you. uh yeah i wanted to, i wanted to go into a community also i think one of the most important parts of like one of the most important things that I personally gained from this movie was that strong sense of community and, like, drawing upon your history and cultural context for, like, queer culture especially, um, just kind of finding a home in that. I think one of the most uh, important kernels that I gained that has really helped me throughout the rest of my life has been really being analytical of binaries that we put people into and binaries that, like, you uh, put yourself in, and just kind of really investigating why you believe what you believe, and uh, just just trying to figure out exactly, like, who you are and why, and, like, how to best, you know, kind of break out of those boxes and serve the world in the way that you can. I don't know, this film is just super fucking inspiring. Yeah. I love this movie. <laughs> it's a really good film. Yeah, I'm, yeah. like straight up i'm like i'm gonna go well not that pun not intended but i'm going to uh go encourage people that i know to see this film so i think it's i don't think it's recognized as much as it should be i know i, I, I oh, remember yeah. watching it like of yesterday i was not. like why hasn't everyone watched this like it's well it's funny and cute because it's about like, queer femmes god damn it <laughs> <laughs> i can't take it all right 
<laughs> but yeah, I think that was enlightening. I think we got our got our gender role shit out there and <laughs> expressed our frustrations. Sure. Good, good. As it goes. Um, but anyways, all of y'all should check out Kai's blog. It's transmasculine oh, yeah. transposition. Oh, I get a promotion. Yeah, yeah you, you do. Oh, tran- it's yeah, we'll transposition. Like it's okay. transmasculinetransposition.com is what it is. Yeah, uh, spelled exactly down. like it sounds. Yeah, it's really good. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. I know for me especially, it's been really kind of enlightening. I don't have the experiences that they've gone through, and so it's very nice to know, to be able to kind of get a taste of that, so to speak. And you learn a lot, and it's really important to get those kinds of perspectives in your life, get a broader worldview. Or, you know, in, your, in some people's case, I'm sure just feel like you're not alone, like we were talking about. Yeah. Well, that's really sweet. I'll be sure to give y'all a shout out in my blog post <laughs> oh, tomorrow. Aw, thanks. <laughs> yeah, of course. Ponders over popcorn. Great podcast. <laughs> I was on it, yeah. Exactly. And I'm not just saying that because they promoted me. <laughs> yeah, not at all. No, no, no. Cross promotion. Not a thing. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyone so got wait, anything else? Well, where can, where can people find you, Emily? Uh, well, you can find me on Instagram as mdubsthefab, or on Twitter as emilyaward94. Um, yeah. I soon will be selling some art prints online. I'll probably be promoting that when that's out. But oh, yeah. in the meantime... Oh, dope. I'm so excited for yeah, you. Yeah, buy my stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, other than that, that's about all I got. Dora, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter every day all day every hour <laughs> at, at the dora bot and um yeah at some point in my life i'll have like my shit together and put up a website but you can check me out on twitter where i am yelling about podcasts every day so hell yeah and I, nice. you can also find our blog at uh ponders over popcorn.wordpress.com yeah i think it's oh WordPress. that's right uh we're yeah. starting to release oh, yeah. movie Emily, reviews yeah emily's gonna put one up I By am. the time this episode airs, yes. it will have been several weeks up, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it should be up before then, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. But um, yeah. we'll be writing reviews for movies, so you can check those out as well on our blog. Um, yeah. I'll be written and short and sweet, and so a little easier to digest than 45 minutes of a podcast. So if mm-hmm. you want to do that, do that. Definitely. So, all right, well... This is a good place to sign off, so thanks okay. y'all for listening. Yeah, how do y'all sign off? Well, you know, say we our say names bye. and say bye. <laughs> I've oh, been cool. Emily. <laughs> I've been Dora. I continue to be Kai. Yes. See you bye, guys. Later. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>